Welcome into The Juice. I'm your host, Noah Weinberg, and I'm joined today by uh, Pivot Gang's Joseph Chilliams, a great rapper from the west side of Chicago. So, first of all, do you go more by Jamel or Joseph? Like what? So, it's Jarrell. Jarrell? Oh, my bad. I'm sorry. Yeah. The, oh, internet, totally the internet fine. lied to me. No, totally fine. They're, you know, you can't listen to them at all. But... I I hear Joseph a lot more just because uh it, it just sounds like a name so a lot of people assume that's my name uh but I do hear Jarrell every night when I hear Jarrell it kind of just feels like you know me uh but when I hear Joseph it feels like uh like you're in my life right now. You know, like a lot of drills I get from people that knew me before I used to, you know, rap and all that, you know, knew me when I was a kid, you know, like a family name more than a. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So speaking of before you started rapping, I, uh, I read that you didn't rap until you were a senior in high school when you realized you couldn't make the NBA. Um, so my first question is basketball related. It's do you still play basketball now? Who's your favorite team? Who's your favorite player? And who do you say your game most closely resembles? Oh my God. Okay. Do I still play? Yes. My jump shot is amazing. My handle is still nice. Uh, who is my favorite team? Uh, I mean, all the time it would be the Bulls because, you know, I'm from Chicago. Michael Jordan, you know, all Derek that. All that. Uh, but right now, my favorite team, I don't really know. I just want to see greatness more than anything. I want to see somebody be great. I want, like, some legendary. Like, how they talking about Jokic being the best center ever, you know, LeBron being the best player ever. Like, I'm trying to see something get manifested and really, like, achieve, you know. Mm. Um who my game, my game resembles, uh, a friend of mine was just talking to, trying to explain how I played. And they were essentially like, if you took a, a point guard and they still got like all the, you know, ingredients in the kit that you need for a point guard, but you added like Dirk Nowitzki to okay. their, like, I got like my post, I put, you know, a lot of footwork, but still so like, like Raymond Felton. Is that is that what I'm hearing from you? If you know who that is? Felton is like who has ever brought up Raymond Felton talking about me? Do you do you really like Raymond Felton? No, I'm not a Raymond Felton guy. I was a big Knicks fan in the early 2010s. That's why that's why I brought him up. But I don't know. I feel like he had a post game for a point guard. That was all. Yeah, he, he did. He threw his weight around. But I like Raymond Felton, like a point guard, but Dirk Nowitzki, you know. Yeah. Raymond Felton was thick. Speaking of being thick, what does being slim thick mean to you? You know, really, it's a movement. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, really, it's, uh, it's really just, a, you know, about uh, embodying – uh, just positivity, really being happy with yourself. Like, I don't know, like, I'm not, uh, 
I'm not the thickest person in the world, you know. Uh, but I feel like I am most days, you know, and that's just space that I operate in. That's what, you know, makes me really feel uh it makes me feel like I am just amazing and wonderful. And I don't know, when I look in the mirror, I do my dances. You know, oh, I know your dances. You know, that's what we're getting at, you know. But it's it's really just about feeling good about myself. And that's just how I express it, you know. Got and it. it's kind of, and it can be hilarious at times. Your dance really, moves are pretty great. But I really the do hip mean movements. Yeah. Oh, it's phenomenal. I gotta say, yeah. uh, I'm a fan. Um if, moving. Yeah. I've I'm an undefeated dance champion. Oh, for sure. I mean, out of the pivot gang, I think it's you by a landslide. Let's be real. Just see, that's that's a very limited way to view it. Like it's not just out oh, of the rap. world. As a as a whole, the world? Fine. You're up oh, there. I, well, I'm Aiden No. I retired after being Aiden No, like cause okay. it was getting stressful. You know, I didn't wanna go outside and just have to worry about, you know, somebody just, you know, I wanted to be able to just go outside and just exist. So I had to retire after that, but I never would have lost. You went out on top and that's really what matters. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. But moving on to the music, because that is what I'm here to talk uh, about. Yeah. Uh, yeah I, <laughs> I know you make music from time to time. Um, speaking of your group, Pivot Gang, I was curious about how, Pivot Gang makes a song from scratch. Like, are y'all just starting out with a beat from Day Day or, or Dowd? Or are y'all writing like separately together? Like who decides who goes in the booth first? Like take me through the, the Pivot Gang creation process. Oh man, great question. I've never been asked this, I must say. So I, I love you. Uh, oh, you're a sweetie. Let's see. Um, usually, okay, I, I'm going to give you the rundown of a session when everyone's got it going, we all focused, we all locked in, because, you know, it can vary. Uh, easiest way to describe it is uh, it usually starts with me or it usually starts with me uh, having, like, because I, I normally write the quickest. Um, so, and I'm like, uh kind kind of trying to get a general like what could this song be about you know while i'm writing my verse and the second i have anything sometimes that could be in the first four bars sometimes it's like i had to write a whole verse and a hook but it happens really quick usually and uh i just go to everyone that's there in the session and like, hey, this is what I got. And they can we can start like piecing a song together. Um Day Day is usually there. Daoud, uh, if we're lucky to have him, he is there. Uh whoever we got in the studio cooking is crazy though. We we only hang out with mad scientists. Um, but sometimes a song will start with Saba doing that role like it's kind of like we kind of try to have it so you know there's some sort of agreement on this is what we're doing you know and go from there but other times it's just a free-for-all a beat is playing and we all just wrote didn't talk to anyone at all 
just whole verse done and went to the went to uh the booth to record it and then it's like okay let's try to make a hook and bring it together you know but it's just whatever the vibe it's all reading the vibes reading the room we've been making music for like years together so it's never that big a deal you know like it's never a stepping on toes or anything we all just want to make something fire so however we come to that beautiful um and so with your I'm, i was surprised to hear that you write the fastest because to me like a lot of your your lyrics are very punchline heavy and like to me when i'm thinking of jokes like that takes time um and to me you're one of you're honestly like one of the best punchline rappers in the game today and so i want to go through some of my favorite joseph chilliams similes and punchlines and you tell me what was going through your head as you wrote them <laughs> like what the, what the reaction was like in the studio any little yeah. nugget of information you could share you ready <laughs> Oh, I don't know if I'm ready. Okay, let's do it. All right. I'll start with your, your most recent song uh, with Chris Patrick, Robert Downey. You said, all these people waiting for their shot like a gangbang. What was going through your head as you wrote that? I mean, <laughs> I was, uh, so what's going through my head nine times out of ten is, what can I say that hasn't been said before that will make that will make people go like, what in the heck? Like what? I, you know, I'm looking for, uh, like I want to move people, make them feel something. So that, oh, the start of that verse, it was really the energy in the room that it was me, Chris Patrick and the producer Burlo. And when Chris walked in the room, like he, you know, he's such a rapper, rapper. Like he was like, nah, let's do something. And it was like, I felt challenged. By him walking in the room and so he and he met me right where i was at and we just went at it over the whole song so i was just trying to make a point like we really you know people are really thirsty for that spot you know that shot that uh yeah and that's just a hilarious way to say it in my mind absolutely um can i can i go to a, a song that's like some early joseph chilliam stuff you can do whatever you want, you know. I can't stop you. Right. That's just true. I mean, you could end the Zoom call. <laughs> Please don't. Um, you said, been through it all like Harry Houdini torso, stage driving, trying to get jerked off by the fourth row on your song Jelly. So talk to me about that line. I did. So I don't know if you know about uh, Houdini. And, I'm familiar. Uh, yeah. So, you know, he used to have this trick where – he, he had like an invincible gut and so like he would just take a lot of a lot of hit damage you know like people would shoot him in the gut him in the gut you know it's like yeah i'm good and that kind of led to his demise you know the internal organs giving out so you know at the time i had uh just uh i got a uh, um i don't know it was just a lot of loss and you know crazy life stuff happening and you know been through it all like harry houdini torso stage diving uh trying to get jerked off by a fourth rope i mean that i've never stage dived in my life because i don't people uh and i really don't want uh felt on by random people um it's fair. but 
that's where I'm, that's where my head is at now. Uh, back then, that seemed like something that would uh, leave a leave an impact on everyone that came to the show. Like I feel like they had a good time. What happened? You know, like we all like I try to put on a great show, and I feel like that would be like definitely like a really big climax to like a great show. You know, certainly a climax. I could guarantee that. Um, moving on. Uh, to another line. This one's a personal favorite. Um, you said, like Sammy Sosa, I know that I blacked out, blacked in my past, got the shit covered like a cast on my ass. Be like T.I. when he got crack on the dash on Mortal Kombat. Tell me about yeah. that one. Yeah, man, that's a lot of people's favorite, just anything from me. And it's really cool because like I was, that, that was one of those songs where like we all were just in a flow. Like it was really like water like that that song happened very very fast uh okay uh crack on the dash sammy sosa i don't know black but so i'm from chicago you know the cubs sammy sosa he was a really big deal at one point but i mean he you know he used to be he used to be a lot darker this is true in care and so you know, like Sammy Sosa, I know that I blacked in my past. It's, it's, I, I, I know I used to be, I, 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 I went crazy, like blacking out. You know, that's an expression, but also it's just funny that he used to be a lot darker uh, to me. That that just humored me, and uh, yeah, the whole Chicago reference. I try to reference Chicago in a cool way as often as I can. Um, got this shit covered like a cast on my ass. <laughs> oh god uh yeah so i mean if you had a cast on your ass and you took a shit that's what would happen but uh yeah i try to just use the most ridiculous like imagery i could think of and uh that i think that was a very successful outing with my pen and uh see i crack on the dash okay so that was just, you know, T.I., he went to jail a lot. He has so many felonies. It's really impressive. But he always gets out of the situation, you know? So I feel like if I was T.I. and I had, you know, if I was breaking the law, I wouldn't even trip about it, you know? So that's kind of where that's, you know? But all of it is just, like, trying to do something in a various that verse specifically is really cool because i have a really there's a rhyme scheme going it's like one it's like one two three and then it breaks and then one two three and then it breaks and one two three and then it breaks like if you listen it's like rhymed in thirds and of course yeah and that's just something that i i, I wasn't even conscious of at the time and i'm like oh shit, that's really cool yeah i mean i tried picking up a girl last week using the line giver Give him the eggplant like Courage the Cowardly. She did not get the reference. So, you know, uh, I'll, I'll work on that. Yeah, no, nah, bro, you got to do better. Cause like, But also, that's a good way to filter that person out. Because clearly, you know, you wouldn't have had a great relationship or time with that person. If they don't get the reference, you know. Exactly. Uh, yeah. that's, that's really what I want. All right, one more line, and then we can move <laughs> on. Um. Hey, man, I did my research. I got to come in. Um, no. This is on uh, Blood by the Pivot Gang. You start out oh, your verse I... with, which is full of similes, I might add, but uh, you start out your verse with Pivot Gang, y'all. 
Y'all don't know who he is, who dick clean like I'm Jesus. Now, talk to me about that one. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. You know, it's times like this when I'm like, man, um, you should hear the you should hear the things that they don't let me say. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So that one is, I don't know, man. I feel like it's pretty self-explanatory. Jesus, I mean, the the legend, the tale goes. Uh, Jesus, you know, never sinned, never, you know, and he didn't get married. So he didn't have sex because if you have sex before you get married, it's a sin. Um, so yeah, man, dick clean like I'm Jesus. It's just, it just means that, you know, my Jesus had a really clean penis, you know? Mm. Yeah. Astute observation. So thank you. Thank you for that. Um, do you have a favorite punchline you've written? Uh, yes, but what it is, I don't know. I mean, okay, there's, there's like favorite line punchlines that I have, like, uh, there's songs that aren't even out yet that I'm very excited to have out, but out of what's out, uh, it's just when I, when I found a way to get away with saying something that I know is insane. Uh, that really makes it fun for me. It feels like I'm, you know, doing at an operating table or something with the scalpel out, like really getting to work in. Um, one of my favorites, though, for sure, is uh, it's very simple, but just a real never pull out. Shout out my dad. Wow, simple yet effective. Uh, yeah. That's that's the that's the Joseph Chilliams way. Um, yeah, I mean, mo- <laughs> I don't even know where to go from that. But um, <laughs> just started. Just I did. I know. I brought this up. This, <laughs> this one's on me. Um, but just like a total hypothetical. But if you could make a song with one other rapper, one pop star, and one producer, who would it be, and why? Okay. Pop star, rapper, producer. Uh, Are you going Fergie? No. Okay. No. But that is, that, you know, I wouldn't be opposed, honestly. I do love Fergie, and that would be such a moment. But, oh, this is kind of hard. Okay. The rapper part, who would I want to rap with? Uh... Maybe uh, who would I want to bring outside with me? Okay, producer, producer is going to be Timbaland for sure. Producer, you over a Timbaland beat would go crazy, man. That's all I want in life. Uh, producer would be Timbaland for sure. Pop star. Oh, this can go so many ways, bro. Damn, this is hard. Okay, pop star would be. Mm. Okay, okay, I got it, bro. I got it. Okay, Timbaland produced it, right? 
the pop star would be uh Nelly Furtado and the rapper would be Fergie. Whoa. I was not expecting that. I'm yeah. ready. I'm here for it, man. Yeah. I'm with it, man. You I'm manifesting it for you, okay? It's gonna happen. Save the world. Gotta believe. Of course. I hope. Um so yeah, I mean, from that, I'm gonna transition to something a bit more serious and sad. Um, I know that uh you and the entire pivot gang community, you guys have faced some tragedies in recent years with the passings of John Walt and Squeak. Mm-hmm. And so throughout which I'm sorry, man, that's like truly awful. But um throughout all this hardship, how are you able to like keep smiling, keep dancing and like continue to be such a positive spirit for all those who watch you know out of all the questions this might be the easiest one to answer um god damn god damn okay yeah no no it's a good thing. it's a good thing it's really just because this is something i think about a lot and i have to think about it, you know uh but really and truly um this is just who i am and this is who i've always been and i really like Deep down in the bottom of my heart, I believe that I was put here to make people smile. And, you know, smiling through the pain is like one of the gifts of life, you know. So uh, finding a way to, you know, make, I don't know, it's really crazy. Like all the loss at this time, like I'm just uh, like I'm always the person that like speaks at the funeral you know, because I'm going to find a way to make it funny, make people laugh. Uh, and it's really just a gift. Like, you know, people need that. And so when I'm going through stuff myself, like you probably wouldn't, you just wouldn't see me. Like I do take time for myself. Um, but if I'm out and about, you know, you see me, you hear from me, like I'm good. We rocking and uh, I'm trying to honor all the people I lost memory the best way I can by continuing to do it. Like if I let it change me, it's like we lost, you know? Yeah. And, and, you know, it doesn't have to be a loss, even though we lost these people, like it can, it can still be something beautiful. It can still be something meaningful. And, uh, yeah, I'm always thinking about my boys, my bros and, uh, yeah, man, very thankful for the time I got to have with them. You know, and we still creating together just in a different way. Absolutely. I mean, Pivot Gang, it really feels like a family, honestly. And I know that music is something that's been deeply ingrained in your family. Your brother's a rapper. Your dad is was a musician. Um, mm-hmm. So, like, growing up, were there any other career paths other than, of course, the NBA um, that you were considering? Or did you know kind of from the start that music was always going to be a part of your life? You know, growing up, I didn't know that at all i did not want to make music in the slightest going to the studio was boring for me like i'm just sitting there while they you know like but watching my uncle produce like my uncle was a producer uh watching him produce was cool for me because like he would take like clips from the movie like a kung fu movie he was watching and like put that in it and I'm like, oh, that's pretty tight. Um, but still, I did not want to make music at all. 
uh, I got into music because I was at a basketball camp and they were like, yeah, y'all are like all y'all are doing is just playing basketball. We got to offer more than that to y'all. So they forced us to either go play board games or go to a poetry club. And I went to board games the first week. They were very boring. They weren't good board games. They were the ones that you would pass over. Like they had like life and like, you know. And so Life's I'm like, board game. yeah. So the next week I went to poetry. All my friends was there and we had a, like I was just in there making people laugh with my poems that I wrote. And uh, I realized I had a skill, you know, a That's way beautiful. with. Yeah. You definitely have a way with words. I mean, get clean like I'm Jesus. Who's coming up with that? Yeah, man. Uh, <laughs> her name sound like sound like Amy Winehousing and Valerie. Come on, you're one of the greats. Um, yeah. Moving on from that, uh, just musically as a whole, like, is there an area of this music shit that you think you need to improve upon, or like that you want to get better at? Um, I think the biggest thing for me more than anything is like being consistent, mm. like it's all the, you know, aforementioned like losses, uh, that we kind of took it, it, I don't know. It, it's hard to continue sometimes. Like it's hard to like, you know, I feel stupid putting a song out when I'm like grieving, you know, the loss that, you know, um, so finding a way to be more, uh, you know, drop more. And even when life gets crazy, just be a little bit more, uh, I don't know, finding a way to just do, do the things that, you know, you're supposed to do when you want to, you know, be more successful in, as a musician. So, uh, yeah, I, I would say dropping more music and uh just having fun like I, I really don't think i don't know man there's not a lot of rappers that are as interesting as me you know and i would like to like tell my story oh that's the thing i could do i could i could give you more of myself i can give you more of my story and uh who i am you know, how do I feel about skincare routines? You know, you have no idea. I'd love to know. Um, yeah, no. So, like, what do you think specifically makes you such an interesting person and a rapper that really stands out from the pack then? Well, more than anything, I'm a student. And I've heard every rap song that exists. And there's no one that has done what I'm doing uh, for better or for worse. Like, it's not like, like this is objectively better than, you know, whoever the hell. But this is totally its own thing. And uh, it exists in its own space. And there's a lot of people that really need what I'm given. And... I just got to I got to provide, you know, this is my life's work. This is my mission. And I don't know, helping people feel seen, you know, like, I don't know. It is the messages I get after like my shows and when I really go out and meet people and share my work. It's just like, 
yeah, man, this is really beautiful what we're cultivating here. And uh, I don't know, you kind of guys, you kind of just got to see it and inter interact with it yourself. Like, I feel like it, it comes across. Like, I don't think it's something you really can just say, yeah, this is why. Like, you know, you just, yeah. all, like, how I dance, how I move, how I rap, like, it's a very yeah. unique. You Your know? authenticity shows for sure. Um, mm -hmm. It's honestly a beautiful thing because, like, a lot of a lot of rappers say, like, put up put up a front, try and portray like a certain image, but like the fact that you continue to be such an authentic version of yourself, I think, is really commendable, honestly. Um, but moving on from that, completely different topic. Mm -hmm. Jarrell, what's your favorite cheese? Man. Uh, I gotta say this is a great question. Right now, right now, I got uh, I really feel very strongly about cheeses, man. I don't know if you know this or not, but probably a brie. Mm. Right now, I was really I was going through like a brie and a pear phase. Okay. Uh yeah, probably Brie, but like, I don't know. Mm. Oh man, like the funk, like the funky cheeses, bro. Oh, yeah, yeah. You're a funky cheese guy. Okay, I'm a cheese guy, bro. Bring me all of that, like. But yeah, yeah. Okay. When I so I interviewed Chris Patrick a couple of weeks ago, and he he said he doesn't like cheese, which I thought was crazy. Um, That's so yeah. why. I mean, yeah, like in it's cheese. Yeah, he was like, he was like on pizza. It works, but like I'm not really a cheese guy. And I was like, damn, you're crazy. On pizza, it works is a crazy sentence. Like, bro, yeah. I agree. Nah, that's what? different. Yeah. So you ask you. Yeah. Had they feel about cheese that's just your thing every 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 artist i uh i i like to wrap it up with what's your favorite cheese yeah. Wait, what's, your what's my favorite cheese no one's ever asked me this before um cheddar honestly like a sharp vermont cheddar i'm a mm -hmm. i'm a slut for it for sure Vermont yeah. cheddar. i've had vermont cheddar specifically uh, it doesn't need to be vermont just like a nice sharp cheddar aged preferably you know yeah, no, aged that shit for sure. But no, I I need the Vermont cheddar if that's the vibe, Rodney. I need to yeah. know because I love cheddar in general, and I love Vermont as well. Oh, Vermont's beautiful, man. My um, my brother, I can't believe I'm bringing this up right now. My brother's girlfriend, um, family owns a, a cheese farm, like a cheese company in Vermont. So I stayed there for a couple of weeks. Unbelievable, man! Life changing Bro, cheese. I'm just imagining you like with your shirt off. Like sitting in like a lazy boy stomach, just like out to here, just cheese all over you, just in ecstasy, just like absolutely, man. I can probably send you some, look here, if you would want. <laughs> You'd want some, some cheese, Vermont, some Vermont cheese, some Vermont cheese. Yes, yeah, I'm on it. I mean, I got Alexander's email. I got yeah, I'm on it. This is so. I'm, I was already having a great day. I'm glad. Now, I'm glad I could. I'm glad I could help. Jeez, bro. Oh, it's happening. Oh. Don't you worry, man. Um, I, yeah. 
last question before I wrap things up is um, what's on the horizon for you? Like, is there any new music on the way? Any any projects that fans can look forward to? Yes. Um, I'm finishing up an EP. I'm finishing up an album. And uh, new music on the way. The next song that I have uh, is produced by Monty Booker. And it sounds like a spaceship, a really cute spaceship. Um, yeah, man, got a lot of things on the way, though, working on all the things. Uh, there could be some more Pivot songs on the way as well. Um, I'm producing also. Like, I, I, I got a project with uh, Benjamin Earl Turner uh, on the way. Yeah, man. Yeah. I'm looking forward. Um, is there anything else you want to share with the audience? Anything going through your head right now? Um, uh, free Palestine. Free Palestine, free TK. Um, yeah. yeah free <laughs> um, well, this interview, this interview makes so much sense. What? What do you mean? That, I mean, that just was, that was like something I would say. Like, it made me very happy. Oh, that's great. Well, thank you, man. I really appreciate it. I'm a huge fan of your music. So, like, honestly, doing this was seriously a bucket list thing for me. Um, so, yeah. Thank hey, you man. so much for coming on the Juice, Joseph, Durrell, whatever. Um, I appreciate it. And, yeah, make sure to follow him on socials.